Velvet Snatch, and welcome back to our special little series all about DragCon UK and what we got up to at the event. We've got a lovely episode for you today where we're covering the comedy queens that we got to speak to. I'm here, as usual, with Thotter Stew. Hello. You there. Good evening, good day. I'm here. I'm queer. How are you? <laughs> the same. <laughs> Jinx. And of course, Jim Bunny Glenn. How are you? I'm just so excited to have these finished for the end of Girl Season 6. <laughs> <laughs> One day we will finish going through all of the footage that we did at DragCon. Just so you know, we've actually been to three other DragCons since <laughs> the last recording. <laughs> yeah, that's now, DragCon 72. It is actually a bit scary because I remember when, you know, when we were getting prepared for going to DragCon, we were like, oh, are we going to make enough content? And why are we going to like speak to enough people? And we were like really worried that we were going to not do enough to justify being press at the event. And then we kind of walked away with like 30 odd interviews, uh, loads of actual film footage and all this red carpet stuff. And then all of these sort of like, you know, um, plans for the future with various people and just being like, did we overdo it? <laughs> I was going to say, we ended up like going in and coming out booked for the year. Like, Yeah, I, I just love that Like, we, we had all of that where we kind of went in and did too much. Then you had people from like stuff like The Guardian where they turned up for like an hour on one day, interviewed two people, and then like, I'm done, <laughs> off you go. And it's like, oh, okay, fair cop. And what was their content really as well? Like, oh, look, DragCon happened. It was in London. Here is a picture. I think that's the thing. It's like, I I think you could tell like who the people, I think that's great though, because I think it's great that, um, that they were reaching out to other things like us where, you know, and we had stuff like, you know, the, the drag Bible there. We had stuff like drag race UK fans there. We had things like the spill the tea podcast there. And these people are really passionate about it. Cause you could tell that the standard press were just like, Oh, well, well we're here. We're kind of covering it, but we don't really care. And then you had all these other elements of press who were just like, yes, you know, like really psyched for it. And I, I think that was great. And us, of course. Nice, yeah. And then there was us just floating around in the middle somewhere, you know, <laughs> somewhere between the Guardian and uh, Drag Bible. We don't know what part we sit at. That's it. Who's this? Cheryl Owl? Who's that? Lady Camden? What? Who's she? <laughs> no, no, let's not go too extreme. <laughs> Lady Camden was. <laughs> to be fair, it's one of these things where it's like, uh, I love that even I, you know, because you two are the bigger Drag Race fans, and I have to admit that, but even I knew like 95% of the people we met, and I was like, oh my god, I'm getting to speak to you, that's amazing. I'll just never get over like how lovely thoughts of them are like just so chilled and nice like oh i think the wonderful thing is the patience the patience that they had was just like sitting down there because some of them obviously like who was it um because we didn't get to interview them it was at ahura ahura sat down for like eight interviews in a row and like her her management had to be like sort of no she's done you know like but she would have kept doing it, you know, and in addition to being in a booth all day, you're just like, that's impressive, like doing all of that for your fans. I think what did it for me was so many of them, like obviously there's so many different names out there, like it isn't like, unless you're Stu, uh, it's impossible to know that, like to remember them all. And then there's even like you, like Giselle's last name, what is it? What is it? And then straight away Giselle's just like, it's Lullaby, come and sit down, come on. And you're just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> just, it. Just not bothered that you like you know it's like not as if like you forgot my name she's like 
lullaby. Now sit down. Let's go. <laughs> well, I think it's like one of these things where, you know, like with a lot of the queens where they have surnames in their drag name, but then they kind of get forgotten a lot of the time. And I was just like, hang on, is it just Giselle now? Or is it still Giselle lullaby? And obviously, I don't think she cares, but it's, you know. My God. If Giselle and Just Me had a baby, just Giselle. <laughs> that's her fragrance. That, that's her new sort of like uh, fragrance range. It's just Giselle. <laughs> Get fat. Anywhere. <laughs> queens, Queens, Queens. Which ones Speaking did we have Queens that we episode? aren't talking about on this episode, but maybe <laughs> on the next one. Yeah, that's it. Okay. okay, so I love how we've managed to bring Just May into yet another bloody episode of this series when we should be talking about comedy queens. And the first one that we got to speak to was actually Deja Sky. What did you think of them, Stu? I like Deja. So I'd spoken to Deja a little bit before we got there and was like, we would like to interview you. Because um, naturally speaking, is a comedy queen. Mm. We wanted to do plenty of interviews. So I was like, yeah, let's see if we can catch Deja. As soon as she walked in the room, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. This is what we're, one of the ones we've been waiting for. This was agreed at some point. Let's <laughs> go for it. And she didn't disappoint in the slightest. Not that we would ever expect it, but... Yeah, I liked I liked Deja. Deja's really funny because she's naturally funny mm. as well as being able to put it on, which is great because it's not an on-off switch. It's just a constant stream of stupidity and fun. Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, I found her really, really likable. Like, I just found her this this wonderful ball of positivity, this, like, wonderful sort of, I don't know, like, I, obviously we're going to hear the interview right now, but it's... You know, you can you can really feel the vibe that she was giving off, and it was really nice to get to sit and chat with her. But here's our interview with Deja Sky. Ooh girl, ooh girl, myself and Velvet Snatcher joined here by Deja Sky. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? Very good. Are you enjoying DragCon? I am. I am utterly exhausted, but it's honestly worth it meeting the fans meeting the people that love you and adore you and i have to say that uk fans are something else i think in america they very stick to their favorite and that's it they don't care about anyone else i feel like in the uk they can respect every single person as an artist and i love that they make us feel all special that's because we like to stand in the queues that makes sense that makes sense in the queue we um in america we call them inconvenient lines <laughs> just kidding <laughs> So, if you ever returned to the series, yes. Drag Race, would you? Is there a challenge that you missed out on that you would have loved to have done, or is there a challenge that you would have like wanted to redo and give it another shot? Yeah, I would have loved to do a makeover. Um, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm really good at makeup. Um, so I would love to do a makeover. Um, but honestly, I would love to redo the roast because I got sent home unjustly. Um, I got sent home, and on you know, it was. But I want to prove to the world that I can do it. You know, not even the world. I want to prove to myself that I can do it. You know? yeah. yeah, but I did have one of the most iconic jokes in the roast, which was, our next entertainer needs no introduction. It was iconic. It was <laughs> iconic. I'm sorry. <laughs> so is there any big plans for 2023? Um, I think getting my social media presence a little more up. Um, I'm really taking my YouTube channel to the next level and doing different things. But I also would love to actually tour the world more and really do that. Eventually, my end goal is to do a one-woman show. But I think I need a couple more years, a couple more you know, things in the works, <coughs> all-stars. And then I could probably do a one-woman show. Yeah. Um, so where where do you aspire to go on tour, uh, which in the world? Um, Barcelona, Spain is hands down. I I need to go, and even if my entire tour is literally just in Barcelona, Spain, that's fine. But I want to go because the Cheetah Girls made me. 
<laughs> Thank you so much for your time. It's been Thank lovely you. to speak to you. Yes, you as well. And um, yay, gay. <laughs> Oh my god, Deja Sky was such an infectious laugh. Like, what a wonderful person interview. I totally agree with that. It's one of those laughs where you just like, you know, where you can hear it and you're just like, oh, Deja's here, <laughs> you know, like somewhere in the building. That could be a that could be a horror movie where you just in your house at night and you can just hear Deja Sky and you're like, wait, what? What the fuck? <laughs> what a dark twist. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, can, I can imagine that. I can see Deja being like, oh, yeah, give me that acting challenge. Let's do a, a horody. And I will be the villain somehow. <laughs> a horody? Like, is that a thing? Horody. That, it I is know, now. Um... <laughs> I know the name. 28 Deja's later. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. We need to send this to her and be like, we've got I, a pitch. I, I well, you know, we were talking to Navimpia, and Navimpia like, uh, did a YouTube horror story, a uh, horror film, didn't they? We need to get them to yeah. cross over. We get Navimpia and Deja Sky to make a YouTube horror <laughs> 28 I'm days just later. Get a that. <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that. Well, speaking of Queens with Air, uh, how do we put this memorable sounds? The next person we got to speak to was an icon. I wasn't in this one, was I? You were not. We took it over. Um, yeah. I'm like, nope. I'm literally thinking it. about this. Like, I haven't started running the footage yet. And I'm just like, hang on. Was was I, I? I remember being there, but obviously, was I behind the camera or was I sort of like in front of it? But no, uh, were. who was the next person we spoke to, Stu? Uh, it was the lovely Heidi and Closet. And honestly, I mean, there's a reason that I want to do this one. I think Heidi, commonly known in the fandom as being one of the most hilarious, hilarious, one of the most hilarious and lovable creatures. What is this about making new words today? What's what's caused this? It is. It's. Uh, I'm just gonna spend the rest of the podcast making up new words. Uh, but to be fair, Heidi's Heidi is worth it. You know, she's worth a new word. I. I just think the second that Heidi walked into the room, you could feel how excited everyone in the room was for her, yeah. but also how excited she was to be there. And oh, this this was great. I mean, Glenn, how did how did you feel about this one? <laughs> just her and that coffee cup of water. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's even in our group picture. She's like, "Oh, I'm gonna keep my cup." Like, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, we're like, "Let's get a nice professional picture," and we're like, "No." It just, that's still... I just kept thinking of that meme where the um, where the presenters hold these coffee cup upside down, trying to look like he's ready to do the news, and it's like he cups upside down. <laughs> like, if if that cup wasn't full, I would have been able to turn it upside down. Oh, it's, it's uh, I think it's a combination of that and the fact that obviously at this point a lot of the, the queens are taking the opportunity to pop their trainers on for a bit so it's just Heidi sat down living her best life with a mug of water in her trainers getting real comfy and well let's have a listen and see how that went Wow. I love my morning coffee. <laughs> Ooh, girl, it's myself and Throtter Stew, joined by <laughs> Heidi and Closet. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Awesome. All right, then. We've only done a podcast break. Wow, wow. That's Smart. <laughs> I also have a podcast co-host that's just horrible. <laughs> Jada's is all trash. <laughs> 
Ooh, girl. Myself and Dr. Stu are joined by <laughs> Heidi in Closet. Hi. Hello. Heidi in Closet's here. That's how I start announcing myself. It's how you should did always you, announce yourself. Did you enjoy that? Get it in there, yeah. Get it, let me try. I said the that whistle, before. The whistle was missing. Was it? What, the throat is just so oh, sore <laughs> right now. There it is. <laughs> did there it get you? Did I surprise you with it? I, I saw that, yeah. like, at first when I didn't whistle, I saw there was, like, a wink of, like, disappointment but then it got you and it clicked you got, so like, got the twinkle i got the twinkle ting. <laughs> ting. that is the quality content that we were looking for so how has your day been other than it's been really good it's uh oh you want me to hold it i stay ready for a mic honey let me tell you no um i'm really it's been really good it's been a very busy day i got here at 9 a.m mm-hmm. for the for the vip people i'm like let me get here i was also one of the only girls here. i was like where are the rest of the girls i know right <laughs> but it's fine because that means everyone was coming to my booth at 9 a.m which was perfect for me um but no it's been great it's been a really good experience and um i love dracon so i definitely probably will be coming back to the next one for sure oh yeah absolutely so obviously you've done a lot of touring including london for dragcon mm-hmm. where has been your favorite place that you've visited in the world so far oh my like most just favorite favorite place i would probably say sao paulo brazil it was so beautiful it's it's like the new york of brazil but it also has like a bunch of nature growing everywhere too and it's and the people are just so sweet and so beautiful as well it's just it's a great place it's we've great. heard that from a lot of people because obviously all of the you always get the come to brazil vibe from the yeah yeah they're, and, they're, really the fr- they're like the first group of people that will start messaging us when we get announced and be like come to brazil we love you and then it's just so you can just tell there's love there it's so there it's there but it's deserved though i mean you absolutely know, i mean i'm lovable absolutely <laughs> <laughs> she's lovable. She's ready for a microphone, and she's. Stunning. I'm ready for the microphone. No, I'm joking. So, if you were ever to return the series, what would you, what would be your dream challenge? The series? Oh, that thing that no, you the thing that got you here. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, Hoarders was a lovely show. Uh, <laughs> cops, yikes! Uh, no, um, if I was to ever go to, I would love to have another shot at a woman show. Uh, it was the challenge that sent me home, and I would love. I I think I talked lovely, and I think I maybe had just misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a redemption. Ah uh, no. <laughs> There's no need for those. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this look? Redeemed. You see it. You see it. But Thank the thing you. is, that there was nothing to redeem. That's like, that's what I was going for. I was like, there was nothing to. I mean, baby, I was a hot mess. I'm still a hot mess. I'm just more put together. That's a really lovable hot mess. <laughs> lovable hot mess. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah. that's always the most popular of the show. The fan favorites. Yeah, a fan fa- Valentina. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, she's not so Miss Congeniality. <laughs> she's fan favorite. She's fan favorite. <laughs> they were so messy on that reunion. Oh, I love. It was the reunions of the world. <laughs> that season. And nine reunions just hits different. <laughs> Don't even think there was a reunion after that one. Was <laughs> I think after that, like, cut. They're like, <laughs> the history books, no more. No, no, no. no. Yeah, no. There's been some good moments, though. There's been definitely been some good moments. Oh, yeah. So, just to sort of get a bit of a wrap of things up, mm-hmm. um, is there anything coming up this year that you would like to promote? Anything that we can. Oh, well, me and Jade Essence Hall's podcast, Hall and Closet, just got renewed for season two. Stunning. So, definitely come and give us a little listen. And we also have visuals on YouTube. So, if you want to see us, Y'all can go there. Um, 
But I'm working on all kinds of projects. I'm, I might be dabbling on another song here in a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, just, uh, I have my Patreon that's about to launch here. So that's going to be like a lot of extra content. That's what I've been interviewing people for here at DragCon UK for, for the start on my Patreon. Then I'm going to post on my socials eventually and stuff. So yeah, it's just it's, this is going to be like a year of Heidi for me. This is me focusing on me and what I want to do. Like I've been very like touring around the world and it's been beautiful. But now I want to like be like, what do I want to do with this time when I do have some free time? Which is not a lot. <laughs> but when I do have free time, what am I going to do? So it's going to be a Heidi year. So you would say you were taking your advice of no more hiding in closets? No. Well, let me, <laughs> let me say this. <laughs> There's no closets to be hidden in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was it. That was, that was it. That was it. <laughs> that was it. That was it. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not home long enough to be in my closet. So, so no, I love to think of my apartment in LA as a very luxurious storage unit, mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's just what it is. Yeah. Well, best of luck for 2023, and thank you. Can't wait to see what it brings. It's gonna be so good. Thank y'all so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yahtzee. The, that that was it. It was you were exactly right, Stu. The vibe when she entered, like, because what what you got when we were in the press room is that you got it where some when some people entered, everyone was suddenly like, oh, so people like so like the the press people that were in queues to speak to someone already, you could see them sort of like rubbernecking and just kind of turning and being like, oh, <laughs> you know, like. Just, and when Heidi entered, everyone was just like, them next. <laughs> it was just a just an all-round fun sort of interview because it turned from an interview to like a morning chat. Oh, as you'll have heard, listening to the interview. <laughs> it went, it, it, you know, it, was, it felt like friends, like just getting round on a morning. You yeah. Know, maybe we'd been out the night before. It's time for some morning mimosas and a little bit of a catch-up. <laughs> and it was just like, brilliant, honestly. What I really liked is that she is just also one of them queens where, like, you know, some people walk into a room in a big glamorous dress and everyone's like, <gasps> and, like, Heidi had a really nice outfit, but wasn't, like, some huge puffy outfit thing. It was just sequin, awesome, slinky clothes. Well, it was on the Heidi and Closet brand, basically. But yeah. that's it was the same when she came down the runway. I mean, was the outfit one of my highlights of the weekend? No. Did she look good? Yeah. But it was the way that she was just boging down the runway, rolling down the runway, doing death drops. She was living her best life and interacting with all the fans. And that, to me, made a much better runway than some of the, you know, people who just looked really good. Yeah, it was a nice little combination. I think she's, well, I think she's great. Well, speaking of distracting outfits, the last queen that we're going to uh, <laughs> speak about today oh. was... Oh, was Vivian Vanderpuss. And uh, this is, between the three of us, this has become a running gag of the weekend because this was like, I, I can't do it. I can't do it, guys. I'm still laughing about it. It's, yeah, it, all of us throughout the whole weekend had unprofessional moments where we were trying to be professional. We were trying to make a great impression amongst the Associated Press and with the Queens and stuff. But this interview is me losing my shit because we were interviewing Vivian Vanderpuss. She was wearing the outfit. I've seen it before. I should have been prepared for it. But it's the outfit where, like the Harlequin clown outfit with the tiny hands. And I just couldn't. I I just, as, you, as you'll hear probably, but you'll definitely see if you watch this on the YouTube uh, version, I just couldn't stop laughing. I just kept breaking into laughter in the middle of the interview. 
Damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it so again. Much. So much fun. I, I think I enjoyed doing the interview like straight away because it was Vivian. And Vivian is naturally funny anyway. You looking at those tiny hands <laughs> made Vivian interact with those tiny hands more to throw you off. <laughs> she can do it. Oh, what a highlight of the week. I've never seen you lose so much. For me, it was the more trippy <laughs> moment of like when me and Stu seen are on the uh, ground floor and we're like, oh yeah, we're Girl Global. She's like, oh yeah, I've been talking to you. It's like, yeah, here's our card. And I was thinking, hang on, how do I give out the card? And then she just grabbed it from the side and like, oh, she's got hands under the hands. <laughs> it's the big hands, not the tiny. Use my strong hand. <laughs> I was like, how do I? And then she just grabbed it like, nip. I was like, oh. This, this is the hand. <laughs> just, it was so. It was just literally sort of looking to stew, moving the mic over to stew, and then looking back in the little hands, and she's got a shocked expression with them, with these tiny little hands. <laughs> just, and she just kept playing it up. The more that I was laughing, and I was just like, yeah. So yeah. So while we were talking about like we were talking about uh, what our worst interviews were in terms of our conduct not the queens and obviously i was saying that you know the l of a day one that we had with the uk queens that was probably my sort of like whoa i made loads of mistakes and that was the first interview that we'd done i was very nervous and all of that and i can kind of explain that whereas this one i was fully in my stride we've been doing this all weekend and i still managed to lose it so with that being said here's our interview with vivian vanderpuss Girl, hello there. I'm the Velvet Snatch, and we're here with the sensational Vivian Vanderpuss. How are you? I'm doing spectacular today, thank you. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling energized. Oddly enough, I, I noticed you've. Have you had some work done? A little manicure, I swear maybe? I've had no work done at <laughs> all. Um, I had my ears enlarged, and I took that, and I um, and I had took it from my hands. And so that's how it's done, baby. That's science. The miracle of science. The miracle of science. <laughs> I mean, have they been helping you out today? Is it making things easier? Um, it's been great. I love it. Lots of high fives. And it's great for social distancing. I got like a good reach on it. It's fabulous. Um, yeah, it's been great. I love it here. Can we get a high five then? Since we, yeah. yeah, we should. Should we go oh. the short way or the long way around? I have no idea where to point yeah, the mic like, anymore. Put that? <laughs> follow piggy. the tiny hands. Yeah. Always follow the tiny hands. I'm a piggy hands. in the middle here. but uh, So, out of all the challenges that you've done on Drag Race, mm. was there one that you really wanted to do, that you didn't get a chance to, or one that you'd like to do again? Well, I did all of them, just about. I mean, other than that, like, girl group one at the end, you know, like the finale number or whatever like that. But that's not really my tea anyway. So I figured, I was like, oh, that's going to come. So I got to go. I said, it's my time to go. Um, tactical retreat. Tactical retreat is exactly what it was. Um, um, yeah, death by Kimmy Couture. Um, uh, I, you know, I was really excited for Snatch Game. Um, I, I love little Tammy Faye or whatever and so um, and so I was really excited for that you know design challenges or whatever they're so fucking hard oh my gosh it's, especially when you're giving a box of shit um, uh, no yes yeah, so that was really fun I was I wish there was like a little bit more like acting challenges I think that would have been really fabulous yeah um, but I really love snatch game that was fun and then this was that was the same episode with my baby hands so I was like flying high that day I was just like wow Drag Race is so weird, though, because it's like you get done a challenge. Everyone sits down on the couch and then half of the people are like up here and the yeah. other ones are like 
<laughs> They're like, hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I, can't, I keep looking at the tiny hands. They They're a nice destruction, aren't they? <laughs> Brilliant. So obviously you've taken the tiny hands around the world quite a lot. Mm-hmm. What is the favorite place that the tiny hands have visited? Um, you know, I was in St. John's, Newfoundland, and they loved, oh my gosh, Irma Gerd and I, we did the Ratlin Bog, which is a, I mean this with the most love, nonsensical song. <laughs> it's like a round song, so it keeps getting faster and faster, and I just made out with a frozen fish and done a shot of screech, which is called a screech-in, that's what they do in Newfoundland to welcome you. And so I had um, fabulous taste of, I assume, what was rum, and also fish mouth in my mouth, and we danced to a six minute long number with baby hands, and I had a cute little rain hat on. It was fabulous. So anyways, I don't know if they loved it there, I loved it there personally, speaking. <laughs> Someone loved it. Somebody loved it there. They were like, oh, what's happening here? So, oh. so Robert's losing it. Yeah. She's absolutely losing it. Get so, it together, she's trying. She's trying. It's been a long weekend. Uh, so that's that's a quite a good start to the year, I would say, doing something like that on stage. What are your plans for the rest of the year? Oh, oh my gosh, 2023. I'm just, um, you know, I'm keeping an open mind and an open heart. My ninth chokra, chokra, oh my gosh. I'm picking up like the British accent here. What is even happening? Um, is absolutely gaping. So I'm really excited for everything. I'm going to do some traveling. I think I'm going to go to the southern states um, of the United States, of yeah. Canada. We don't have any states yeah, here. I know. I'm like, where are the other we states at? Have- yeah. <laughs> Um, and so um, I'm going to go there. Um, I'm going to go back to the East Coast, um, perhaps. I don't know. And then, yeah, it's going to be fabulous. It sounds exciting. Yeah. No? Well, thank you very much for speaking to us. <laughs> Bye. Tiny hand with. Bye. 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 Sorry. Tiny little hands. <laughs> tiny, tiny hands. hands. <laughs> I, is this going to make any sense to the people listening if they can't see the visuals of it? Like, <laughs> well, if they can't see it, they can go over to YouTube and watch on YouTube. Belle lose her shit over tiny hands, and you can see or not see how tiny these hands are because I don't even know if the camera picked it up. <laughs> infinitesimal hands oh I'm going to put a TikTok up about it as well just because it's just you absolutely losing it at the tiny hands and it's every every bit of social media I can put that on it's going on <laughs> I'm not I'm not even ashamed it's this idea of like it was unprofessional of me to laugh that much but at the same time I'm like that's what she's there for like it's that it was that thing of just going I love this so much <laughs> But yes, so it was absolutely wonderful meeting Vivian Vanderpuss. And obviously, yeah, what what a star and what a comedy queen. RuPaul's DragCon UK took place in London at the Excel Centre from the 6th to the 8th of January. Tickets are still on sale for RuPaul DragCon LA. So get a flight, have fun, but not too much. For some reason, I thought you were going to go into, what is it? Oi, oi, muscles, muscles. What was it last time? Oi, oi, muscles, muscles. I think that was it as well. <laughs> what was it? Oink, oink, muscles, muscles, what... wasn't it? I don't know where the right. hell that came from either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, join us next episode where we'll be doing a US takeover with Rock'em Sokra, Joey J and Utica, Angeria Paris Van Michaels and Tina Burner. See you then. Goodbye.
Oh, 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 oh,